And welcome to Beyond Dollars and Cents, Health and Wealth Edition. I'm your host this week, Troy Garcia, Certified Financial Planner with Allen & Company. Uh, and we're talking fitness today. We've got an awesome guest and co-host. Thanks for being here, Robin. Uh, I always like being on your show. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Oh, I don't Mike's, know how to use the microphone. Yeah, it's got to be a little bit closer. Is it closer? Now is I can hear you. Okay, good. Um, there we go. But uh, yeah, we're going to talk about you uh, kind of a lot today, I think. No. <laughs> We're going to talk bit. a lot about our other Yeah, guests. well, you and, and, and our other guests. But um, Robin, thanks for being here, our marketing director. And then um, our guest today is Kate Graydon. Hello. Thanks for being here. Yeah, happy to um, be here. She is a coach at Lakeland Athletic Club. She's been my coach. Uh, not personal coach, but class coach. But yet, I'll, for some reason, I feel like when you started coaching, I started like coming more. I think because you kind of actually challenged me a little bit. And, she and is the person who whips you into yeah, shape. That's yeah. what that's No, about. I, I think, I mean, really? I don't, and I think our personalities get uh, and go along in a way where, um, I don't know, you were just, I think I would be smart and then you would be smart back. Right. And because you also deal with, you know, middle school kids and probably maybe I relate to middle school kids a little bit more than average. So maybe that's yeah, most, it. Most, most guys. <laughs> most men. Yeah. There yeah. you go. There you go. And that's why our show today is about women and weightlifting. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like to push everybody yeah. in the gym. Yeah. So, so you yeah. do. You like to challenge us and push us. But um, what we want to talk about today is um, my wife brought this up to me uh, after um, hearing uh, some of my other shows, but she she uh, felt like it was something that needed to be shared um, and educate people on about um, women and actually lift and lifting weights versus, you know, the standard stigma of getting on the treadmill or I want to tone or I want and all these things that we hear and people say and they say but they don't kind of make sense. Uh, and when it comes to actual, you know, uh, when you lift muscle or when you lift weights, you, you gain muscle, but you can't tone muscle that you don't have in a sense. Mm -hmm. But so anyway, there's a lot to it. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Um, and so we want to just kind of throw some questions your way and, and have a little bit of conversation. But but I mean, nobody can see us. Right. And they can't see your uh physique and your build. <laughs> she's a coach. She's an, an you know, she she does pull-ups she's i've seen her do handstand uh walks across the gym so if that gives you any idea of just, her fitness level yeah i remember going into lakeland athletic club for the first time and seeing her and turning to blake and going i can't say what i was saying Blake, at that time <laughs> sure. of course but just looking at her and going okay yeah maybe that's I'm, the level maybe i'm not in the right, <laughs> right. place but right. have learned i mean she is phenomenal and have watched her through her trainings and her coachings. And I'm telling you, she's inspiring for anyone, but particularly for women. So we are really, yeah. really grateful to have you here today. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Yeah, you're welcome. So so go take us like your kind of history, right? So you started, I mean, doing backflips in your front yard or something or like well, what were you doing? Or right. So growing up, I started gymnastics at a pretty young age, early elementary uh, did competitive gymnastics through the end of middle school, okay. getting into high school. Um, there were some skills like getting into the level of gymnastics that I started doing that I would just, I became, I feel like afraid of a lot of things yeah. as I got into those higher levels and I was sure. getting older and I just was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and gymnastics really transferred to cheerleading. Yeah. So I started competitive cheerleading really probably in like seventh grade too, a little bit. I 
did both sports for a couple years. Um, And then once I got into high school, I went straight. um, I cheered for the school. I am a Lakeland native, so go Nots. Yeah. And um, cheered for the school, and then I cheered competitively as well. Got it. And then um, even after I graduated, when I went off to college, I still stayed in that realm and coached gymnastics and coached uh, competitive cheerleading and did that for even yeah. years and years after I so graduated. So continued coach, but continued to practice too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I competed with like a competitive team yeah. um, in Tallahassee. I went to Florida State, so. Yes, go you can Nulls. say that. Yeah, go Nulls. It's okay. Yeah. Never, I didn't cheer for the school, but um, yeah. 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 So for a competitive team in the area. And so I've always been really active. And when I was a cheerleader, I was, you know, a base. Yeah. So that always required a lot of strength. So yeah. being strong really was always something that wasn't even in gymnastics. I mean, even in gymnastics, it was always something sure. that was needed and yeah. really important to me. And I remember even in high school before, I think now like weightlifting with some high school sports is a lot more uh, popular, uh-huh. but I feel like when I was there, the football team always did, but yeah. not really any of the yeah. other sports, cool. but I was even one of the few girls that, signed up for weightlifting like as an elective just yeah. because even then I knew like you need to be I need stronger. to be strong to sure. be good at this sport that I want to do. And all that really has kind of transferred back to CrossFit too because yeah. I want to be good at this sport so and to do that to, yeah. I have to be strong. So yeah. so that over that time period were you so you were always had a little bit of interest in actually lifting weights mm-hmm. versus some of your girlfriends or whatever i mean how did that how how was that were you could you were you different from them by that like did you was Um, there a separation there or i think so i think i definitely too fell into a little bit of the cardio um that's what i need to be doing to be fit right yeah um and i did that a lot i would say once i graduated college that's really where my like post-college fitness journey went um running orange theory things like that that Mm -hmm. was all very like hit base Mm -hmm. just burn as many calories as i can while i'm working out that's how i'm gonna stay in shape um until i started you know crossfit about five years ago so i would say even i fell into sure not lifting like as heavy and that this whole cardio minded that i just need to burn 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 to be fit um and then when I started CrossFit and got into coaching and have done yeah. a lot more learning, um, the importance of lifting weights has definitely, you know, now I've shifted back into understanding how really important that is to be yeah. healthy yeah, the, the and science, fit. Yeah. The science. It's amazing what's out there because, and I know Blake and I have talked a lot about that, and he said, you couldn't be going to that other gym down the street where the biggest weight they have is 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. And, and and I, part of that is shaming me, of course. But, <laughs> um, but it is really true. We talked about that in nutrition and weightlifting. And that's why I was really excited about um, having you come on because there needs to be more validation of that. Women really have to stop that mindset of, I can't eat 2000 calories mm-hmm. and I can't, and I can't lift and I can't push the sled. And I mean, yeah. it's, this is a very timely topic. So anyway, very excited that you're here to talk about that. 
So after that, we're going to take a quick break, our first break, and then we we're going to we're going to continue this conversation and keep things going. And welcome back to Beyond Dollars and Cents, Health and Wealth Edition. I'm your host, Troy Garcia, Certified Financial Planner with Allen & Company. And uh, we're talking women and weightlifting. Um, there's always been the stigmatism with um, you know, women and, and the idea of, I don't want to get bulky. I don't want to lift weights and get you know big and bulky, I guess. That's the only <laughs> word I can think of, like like the guys do. And, and, and so uh, we wanted to bring in somebody who knows a little bit more about those things. So we brought in Coach Kate Graydon from Lakeland Athletic Club. And we're just talking weightlifting. We're talking the difference between cardio, the difference between, uh, you know, um, burning, just burning calories and actually gaining muscle and things like that. So um, we're just going to keep keep kind of going with our conversation. Right yeah. before the last break, um, we we referred to cardio and kind of that idea of you, you kind of got into it for a while. Mm-hmm. And, and you, I guess you said once you got a little bit more educated and got into the CrossFit realm, you started learning about lifting weights a little bit more. And that was kind of the, what got you over the hump or kind of, well, not over the hump, but helped you evolve and learn a little bit more, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And what made me even uh, more interested in going the coaching route, especially to connect with those women and being able to um, just I guess, get out the new message, which sure. is that how yeah. beneficial weightlifting is yeah. for us. And um, not that cardio is not no, great no, no. for There's, your health. No. It very much is. Yeah. But when it comes to a lot of women's goals, which is burning fat and wanting to look fit, science is backing very heavily now that the best way to get there is lifting by lifting weights. weights. Yeah. Um, and so we can kind of. Yeah. Just... Well, and, and one of the things I, I've read up on recently is, and, and maybe, you know, Robin, you can attest to this and with your experience, but, um, you know, li- you don't want to measure by just getting on the scale. Mm-hmm. You want to measure by almost looking in the mirror or, 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 or taking an actual tape measure and measuring your arms or measuring your waist, right? Because, because you, can, you can gain two pounds of muscle and lose one pound of fat or, and, and feel heavier. But you're actually in better shape than you were before. Yeah, that's that. And one of the reasons I love Lakeland Athletic Club is that in body. Yes. That whole. I mean. Yes. The What's that? Inf- the information. Yeah. Talk. Talk to us about that case. Just a little bit. Well, so the in body scan not only measures your weight, but it's going to measure your lean body mass, your body fat percentage, yeah. give you, you know, a variety of measurements. So you're not just looking at the scale. Yeah. Because I think what you were talking to, you could start lifting weights and get on a scale and feel like you've not lost any weight. But the problem is you're gaining, you are gaining muscle, uh, which is why the scales, you're losing fat probably most likely, but you're also gaining muscle. So the number on the scale might not necessarily change. So if you're getting on that in body, you'd be actually able to see differences like your body fat percentage is going up and your muscle mass is increasing, yeah. um, as well as like you were talking about. I think you'll your body will look different. It will look yeah. like when we talk about women wanting to look tone, which you know is I don't think subjective, right? And yeah. I, I think it's not tone is not the actual correct word, but they're wanting to look yeah. tight, yes, you right. know, firm. They want their body yes. to look firm. So 
you will see that the only way you're going to accomplish that is by building the muscle right. underneath underneath because if you have little very little muscle underneath you have nothing to show right and no curves per se on your biceps exactly. or your arms right yes yeah and muscle is denser than fat yeah so it will also you know your waist might shrink or now other things might you know like your hamstrings yeah. might be well, more I'll, developed I'll just, or your I'll quads. I'll just tell but... you now, like if, and as a, as a male, and I think, uh, I feel the seatbelt get tight in my car. Like, I know that I've got extra weight in my belly that I, should, <laughs> I don't want there. And after all... going to the gym, yeah. you know, four, th- three times a week for a month, yeah. it, it's gone, but I'm still the same weight because it's moved up to my chest or my shoulders or in my legs or whatever because I've consistently put in the work and b- moved that fat to, yes. to muscle yes right yes okay yeah it's the great shift right i mean it shift. is the great shift seriously <laughs> and we all have different ways of measuring that sure. one of the first things that blake said to me was okay what are your goals and you know he was because you could tell he had worked with a lot of women yep. particularly my demographic that are all it's the number on the scale yep. i looked at him and said i don't care what the number is i don't even own a scale mm-hmm. i know how my clothes need to fit yeah. Yeah. and i want to be strong yeah. that's my goal anything we get out of that we're on we're on the right path and that's the bigger message right yeah that scale does not tell the whole story yeah i have always been big on and don't like to get on the scale i i like to look at myself yeah. in the mirror yeah. Yeah. And if i feel good about what that looks like then I'm happy. Sure. If not, yeah. you know, then, then I would you, make. You're in charge. Yeah. You know what to do. Then. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, so can you get too bulky as a female? No. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I think that there's, yeah, that definitely, you know, women think if they lift weights, they're going to be a bodybuilder. Right. But how bodybuilders train and how the average woman would train yeah. are very different completely and so lifting weights two three times a week is not going to be the same kind of training that a bodybuilder is doing um where they're extensively training they the amount of food that they are having to eat to look like that exactly probably women are probably taking some sort of hormone things or whatever to get their muscles to build beyond what they would naturally do um so no i mean women are not and, going and men have men have testosterone yes right and so that's an advantage and, yeah. and that probably contributes to being bulkier yes and and whereas a, a woman just getting in a you know her her two three times a week i mean i'll just use my wife as an example mm-hmm. she's she i mean she's practicing lifts weights two, three times a week now. She's made amazing progress. She, yeah. I'm super proud of her. She's doing great. Yeah, she's, she's proud awesome. of herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's consistently lifted weights, and her, I think, body has changed in the way that she wants, but she's not bulky by any means. Yeah, there are so many women, even girls who, you know, train with me. I would, you know, that like some, my very good friends who we all want to mm-hmm. be, like we are training yep. to try to get as strong as we can and as good as we and, can at this point. And as they're much muscle petite. as you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. they do not look bulky at all, but 
and they're but trying. They're strong, but, but they're strong. Yeah, but yeah. they are, you know, back squatting with heavy weight, you know, and they are doing Olympic lifts with heavy weight, but they are not going to put on the kind of muscle that a man can because our yeah. hormones the balance are of, not the yeah, same. Yeah. And, right. and let's, you just made a good, you brought up something we haven't really addressed yet. So let's talk about what are those, when we say weightlifting, right? Mm-hmm. You know, for our listeners, are they thinking, oh, I'll go pick up some dumbbells or, or we're talking about big movements, right? Yeah. I mean, I think weightlifting could be anything underweight, whether, yeah. depending on where you are, whether that's in your fitness journey, sure. whether that's body weight or dumbbells, but I guess I am specifically mentioning like the big compound barbell weight or barbell movements, like those movements that are working multiple joints, multiple muscles all at the same time. So back squats, deadlifts, uh, pull-ups. Yeah. What else? Anything? I mean, any kind of like row, you know, barbell rows, things like that. So so big. That are working big muscle groups. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say that big muscle group, so a squat. Your your what calves, quad hamstrings quads, quads core glutes, core mm-hmm. like all, all of those that. are a major major. You know people think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, yes. Oh, do squats and and went and as a probably a you know not me but I'm sure I would imagine a young woman would be like I'm not gonna do that stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean I mean I've just. You can do that stuff. Yeah. And we will not turn out looking like Arnold right. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. But that's the idea. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, I think there are probably women who might be able to put on muscle a little easier than other women. Just genetics has a huge role in it as well. Mm -hmm. And so, but it's rare, Mm -hmm. right? It would be like I um, read before it's somewhere like seeing a seven foot tall person, right? That's rare that you would see that unless you're maybe watching the NBA or whatever, but to out in real life to see that, that's very rare. Mm -hmm. Same thing with a woman who can put on muscle like that. It's very rare that they're, you know, that their genetic makeup allows them to do that. But for 99% of us, it's not. I mean, even some of the best, sorry. No, go. Some of the best CrossFit, you know, athletes in our sport they're working their butts off all year to get strong and they just can't put on the mm-hmm. type of muscle that they want, want to, to sure. be yeah. Ca- naturally, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. which is, they're all doing it honestly. So, yeah. yeah. Huh. But, so, so let's talk about, um, so the idea of, well, I just want to burn, you know, I, I want to burn as many calories as I can. Mm-hmm. You could, could you even justify or say that you could potentially burn more calories doing lifting big weights and lifting weight than versus cardio. I mean, I guess you just run long enough. You'll burn more calories. right? Yeah. And if you set the, 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 uh, the timer on there for longer then you're going to burn more calories, calories. But I think in, in most scenarios, lifting weights, you could most likely lift or burn more calories. Yeah. I don't think in the moment, like I think in that, if you go run for an hour, you're probably going to burn more calories in the hour than you would if you're, Lifting weights for an hour. The difference is the afterburn that the continuous muscle adaptation that's happening Mm -hmm. is going to require you even after the workout to continue burning calories. Mm -hmm. If you are running, basically once you stop, maybe for a little bit afterwards, but once you stop, the calorie burn is done. Whereas lifting weights? That burn can happen for two to three days. Really? There's all these studies out there. Yeah. Two to three days, that burn is still... Wow. Happening, your metabolism is still working just because your muscles are adapting 
uh, to the different, you know, whatever stimulus and, that you and, had put them under. And the repair part, is is that part of yeah. that afterburn? So yeah. there's a, an awful lot of repair that goes into um, muscles after you lift. And, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be a heavy weight. Right. It's just the practice of continuing to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. We're going to take our next break. We will be back continuing to talk about women and weightlifting. And welcome back to Beyond Dollars and Cents, Health and Wealth Edition. I'm your host, Troy Garcia, Certified Financial Planner with Allen & Company, and we are talking women and weightlifting. And we have just... uh, Kind of explore the idea of the of the idea of weightlifting uh, and what that really means and how that works for us and and women. I say us, men and women, mm-hmm. and um, just just exploring this whole subject because I feel like since uh, in the past four, ten, fifteen years, it's just always been kind of a an odd subject, and especially just with the experience with my wife and weightlifting and trying to encourage her to do that over the years. Um, you know, it just isn't something that everyone is open to, I guess? Well, we've been conditioned as women to believe that we are not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. Uh, And that's my demographic. But even your wife's demographic, that you just go into, I don't care if it's a a local, national chain, whatever type of gym, it's what you described. You see women on cardio equipment, you see men lifting weights. And we've been kind of conditioned to think, you know, maybe we're not as strong. Yeah. But that is such a fallacy. Yeah. We are strong. I feel like that's even sometimes how it's sold. Like, well, we have all these classes when you're a woman that walks into yeah. the gym oh, and you're like, oh, what? classes, right? Yeah. yeah. You're like, you know, like the, I don't jazzercise class. That's not <laughs> yeah, right. But, you but, know, but it, remember, not... <laughs> it's gone through iterations over the decades, right? It's step, it's jazz, yeah. it's. It's all of that stuff, and I, we're that's what we're told. We're that's our place. I saw yeah. I saw one like class thing online. It was like a, a a group of women in a classroom with a bungee cord that hangs, and they're like all like body strapped into the bungee cord and like dancing, jumping around, and jumping around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, so, I mean, that might be kind of fun, but yeah. not. Yeah, but it's not like going to building muscle. Doing no, that, right? no. Oh. No, I think we sometimes do equate. Get I don't, your endurance. <laughs> I think, don't you think, too, though, Kate, that there haven't been the number of studies on women's physiology that there have been on men's physiology? Yes. I mean, I think that's a, yeah. a big contributor, too. I think it's a little harder to find the science, if you will, right. that pertain to women's bodies. It's And we see it in everything. Um, it's heart, it's risk of heart attack, it's strokes. A lot of the studies are done on the males. Yeah. And so we have to dig just a little bit deeper to find a Kate. Yeah. And that's the thing. I agree. Yeah. So can you kind of can you kind of give us a little background? Because you you, Robin, you have got into the world of moving heavy weight, walking with heavy weights, pushing sleds with heavy weights in the past Two years? One year and a half? Um, I think I'm at about 19 months. 19 months. Yeah, and it was in this studio. Yeah. This but... where I was introduced to the, <laughs> man, the man that I say saved my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I, I, it's been an incredibly um, interesting and fun and affirming journey. Yeah. Uh, I have enjoyed every inch of it, even the fearful times. Yeah. When I look at, you know, the way my coach operates is there's an app and he has me pre-programmed. I, I'm going to go do one today after this podcast. And, and yeah, it's there and it's, it's a scary thing, but man, the minute you're in the middle of it, yeah. 
There is nothing like it. If your past self could see you like walking the walking out back of the gym carrying like 50 pound kettlebells or and pushing a sled with a weight on it like what do you think at like, this number at yeah, this number yeah. not even like 20 years ago at sure. this number because this is a big number i mean i wouldn't have believed it really i really i would have never ever believed it and to achieve the health that you have now how you got there it just is just different it's yeah, just my, not my heart rate variable is improved. My yeah. visceral fat is oh, improved. Oh yeah, you're, you're yeah. Let's... All I mean, all of those things have improved, and you know, I he's taken me on this journey, and I know Kate does the same thing in in her coaching practice, where you develop these plans for individual people based on their needs yeah. um, as the expert, and it and it just is a world of difference. But yeah, I mean, I I'm today I'll be doing back squats and pushing the sled. Mm-hmm. Um, Back squats, pushing the sled, and then a couple of other things. That's There's so five, great. five of them, so and, and it's exciting. So the benefits, right? The benefits that you've experienced, and and that are kind of the the blanket benefits of actually lifting weights. Obviously, you know, losing fat. Um, one of the things we brought up off air was bone health. Right? Oh yeah. So the fact, the idea that there are studies that have been done that that if you lift weights and put your body under that stress per se that your bones will actually get stronger and more dense. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's wild that yeah. that is a thing, but it's a thing. And then obviously your joints and ligaments get stronger because of the muscle. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But the fact that your your bones have to get thicker. Well, right. the muscle is attached yeah. to the bone. Yeah. So as the muscle gets bigger, the bone has to get, get bigger yeah. to support it. Yeah. That's, so... So, so anyway, so there are studies out there. So, you know, we, we're going to pull some of those. and We'll include those in our podcast that, when we go to the website. So somebody that has osteoporosis or, um, you know, and needs to, is, you know, everybody knows kind of somebody that seems frail. Yeah. Or like a little, you know. Well, and that's what I was saying to Robin off air, too, that I saw some study about the percentage of women specifically with osteoporosis. So, and the percentage was just seemed crazy high to me. Yeah. Um, but so why those women need to be lifting weights so that we can, you know, change that statistic, yeah. we can start bringing it. that down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and talk to us about at what age do we start doing that? Because I think there's today. A, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is exactly right. It's like, it's like literally like what, 20, the age of like 25 is like the peak or like third, or like, and then it just starts declining from there, I think. Oh, your bone health or yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say you can't turn back time. Sure. um, But you can always slow down the aging process no matter where you are. So I don't think it matters age at all. Today is the day to start. I mean, you're not going to turn someone away at 65 who comes to you and says, I want to lift weights, are you? No, absolutely not. I mean, my mom is in the gym. Every, you know, she's in the gym five days a week. My mom is, I don't want her to get mad at me for saying this, but she's, you know, 60. So, and um, she's awesome. Yeah. I mean, she's in the gym with us, moving the weights. I mean, she's, she's there. And I even sometimes, you know, she'll, cause just that whole cardio and she needs to burn calories. And so I still have to like lecture her on this. I feel like all the time. And, you know, she'll be doing dumbbells. I'm like, mom, pick up the barbell. Like it's more weight. Yeah. Like it's. Dumbbells have their place and they're very beneficial, but right. just the growth 
from her muscles that sure. will then benefit her all around health. You know, I'm like, pick up the barbell. And my dad, too, he's going on 70 mm-hmm. and he's healthy for his age. Yeah. But I the idea of picking up talked to him the other day, too. And I was like, you need to start lifting weights yeah. like I yeah. need you here for a long time. Mm-hmm. So you need to start lifting weights. And I think but, I think one of the, the long term um, effects of what we talked about historically of the idea of women and, and weightlifting um, again, and I keep bringing her up. I hope she doesn't get mad at me, but, but uh, my wife, every time she'd look at the, the recommended weight and scale, she never looked at that until like, like a month ago. Yeah. She never looked at the recommended weight on what you should lift. If you're, you know, if you feel like you can lift the most weight or a little bit less or the, the yeah. she just picked kind of the light weights and do her thing. And now that she has, she's literally started picking up double the weight of what she was doing before. Yeah. And it's making massive improvements. I, I love when you two are in the gym together <laughs> and I can bring her the same size dumbbell that as, Troy's using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, she's doing as much as you. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. I'm like, me either. <laughs> but uh, I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, great. Now you use it. To, sorry, I don't mean to throw you under no, the bus. No, no, that's but good. That's, I mean, and I but definitely. She can. Yeah. She can. Yeah. Even, I mean, and in class, I feel like that's so many of the women. They're so scared to mm-hmm. put a little bit more mm-hmm. weight on, which is another thing. I mean, sometimes maybe to an unfair point, but I will give the women in class maybe more attention than some of the men because I'm like, just I'm changing out their weight for them if they don't pick up something heavy enough or I'm putting more weight on their barbell or, you know, they're supposed to be building to a heavy five back squat and it's, they're just flying through them. And I'm like, okay, put more weight on that, but they don't know. And I still think a little bit of it is they're scared because they feel like I don't want to put more weight on this. And, and I think there's a level of all it. that's going to happen is you're just going to look better. Yeah. You're all, yeah. You're going to you're going to strain a little bit harder, but you're going to look better. You're going to tear your muscle a little bit more so that it grows. Yep. But I think the other piece of that, that that might help is just education on how to fail. Right. Yeah. Because I think that's something that that a lot of of you know, they, females don't want to drop the weight and, yes. and and everybody looks at them in the gym, right? Because mm-hmm. it's loud when the mm-hmm. weights drop. Yeah. But the idea of learning how to fail and pushing yourself to failure so that your muscles, you can get the most benefit out of weightlifting, um, you know, maybe that's something that, that needs to be, they need to be educated yeah. on a little and bit And that's more. what I try to tell them too, a little bit. Like if you finish a set, because if the recovery time is 90 seconds, two minutes, I tell them if you finish and you don't need that time, if you've not spiked your heart rate, you're not going heavy enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... That's just more ways in class that I'm just constantly trying to educate them to not be afraid to. Yeah. You know, and I think I think that's it. I think there's a level of education of understanding of of how to be comfortable in the gym, uh, because I, and I guess that's another another kind of thing we brought up off air is, you know, a lot of women are intimidated about going to a gym. Right. There's there's mostly men on one side lifting weights and there there's the the treadmills and the ellipticals and yeah. the stairmaster yeah. right and the and the women are lined up over there and so just getting that them to to move over to the weights or or is just a hard thing to educate them on because they need to be comfortable grab, using the barbell instead of the dumbbells yeah. or or uh, getting more weight well and i think that's one of the benefits of being at a gym like like an athletic club versus maybe a box gym is because you have that guidance from you a do. coach yep. and you don't have that choice of, oh, well, I'm scared. I don't know how to use that machine. So I'm just going to go to oh, the treadmill. That is still sometimes my thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally, I'll look at the plan and go, he's crazy. And I will go there and I it might not be pretty, 
yeah. but I'm going to get it done. Yeah. And I mean, I it's the other thing, you know, confidence is so huge. Yeah. But it's inspiring to be in a place like this particular gym that we all belong to because the support system there is phenomenal yeah. and it's genderless in my opinion. Yeah. And and you don't find that very often. So if there was one thing I could say to our audience, it's find that place where you can learn how to build your confidence so you can do the things that you really can do, the yes. things that Kate's talking about. But find your place. You're going to be a little scared, but it's going to pay off in muscle. Yeah, mm -hmm. It's yeah. going to pay off in muscle. Well, awesome. We're, we're talking women in weightlifting with Coach Kate Graydon. Um, we will be right back. with our, This is our last break, and uh, we'll see you guys in a minute. And welcome back to Beyond Dollars and Cents, Health and Wealth Edition. I'm your host, Troy Garcia, Certified Financial Planner with Allen & Company, and we are talking women and weightlifting with Coach Kate Graydon from Lakeland Athletic Club. Thanks again for coming and educating yeah, us. It's been fun. It I is was, fun. I was nervous, but it was fun. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. So we're kind of um, just going to touch on a few things. Uh, since this is our last segment, we're going to summarize and, and, and kind of um, break a few things down. But we really want to kind of, uh, again, Talk about uh, um, the benefits of weightlifting for a everyone overall, but then also you know women as well. Um, and we can kind of just jump right into it. We mentioned off air visceral fat, and mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about it. So it is the bad fat that you, that is around all our major organs. Yes, and that we want less of it. Yes, and science has proven that lifting weights is going to reduce that visceral fat. So when I think maybe we even mentioned this off air, but heart disease and things like that is all because of that visceral fat. Yeah. So the less we have of that, the more healthier we're going to be. And now is that uh, compared to other types of working out, like either running or anything like that? Or does that help too? Or is it, is it really it, compared? Not, 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 not as much. Right. Really? Not like lifting weights will. Wow. No. Because, because building fat burns um, building building muscle, muscle burns is going to burn the fat. Yeah. So, and when you're doing things like cardio and you're running for a long time, really what you're doing is breaking your muscle down. Yeah. So weightlifting, you're building that muscle, which the building the muscle is what's burning the fat. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So I, you know, so everyone out there who, who is building more muscle, um, they're probably eating more, right? Yeah. Good. Yeah. So that's another thing we were, we were talking, we were talking about, about, and she even mentioned it at the beginning about eating, um, which is huge because if you are burning more fat, you're able to eat more and feed as a young, your body. And as a young woman, you don't want to do men mentally. Yes. We, there's all these fad diets and there's this mentality out there that the, you know, we need to just cut, cut, cut. That's mm -hmm. the only way that you less can. Less calories, less calories, less calories, right? That's the only way that you can lose weight, which really all you're doing is slowing down your metabolism. And you, Robin, when you started, mm -hmm. you were eating way more, right? Um, How much? You, you, you upped your. Oh, my. Yeah. When he told me that I had to eat 2,100 calories a day, I looked at him and said, OK, <laughs> I, I told you I would trust you, but you're pushing it, bud. Yeah. I mean, because I didn't Which eat is, that many. Yeah. That's such a common response, especially from women that when we're yeah. telling them to eat more. Yeah. Right. But we have to eat more so that we are building up our metabolism so that our body's not holding on. You know, if we're not feeding it, it's in this like... It's retaining the fat. Well, it's stressed out, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know when I'm going to eat again, so I'm going to hang on to all this fat. 
So if we start feeding our body and then our body's going, oh, I can work. And I, yeah. cause I know that I'm going to be refueled so I can. Yeah. How, start how far, much do you have to press that into your female clients of like, you have to eat more. You probably have to have a good sit down, right? It's very hard. I it's, bet it's the hardest part of what you do. Yeah. I bet it's harder for you to convince a woman that she needs to eat more calories than it is for her to get under a barbell. And, and for our listeners, 100%, for yeah. our listeners we're, we're talking obviously healthy calories. Yes. Right. We're talking right. meats, vegetables. Yeah, your, your normal macros, yeah. good whole foods. Yeah. You know, yeah, you definitely don't want to just be like, <laughs> go eat some processed. potatoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you fried, can eat stuff. fried chicken tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you definitely want to be putting good food yeah. into your body. But, but you, you know, you think you think about you, 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 if you would sit sit down to like grilled chicken breasts and like, a you know, half, or a, a head of cauliflower or something or, or mm-hmm. and broccoli, you know, that's a lot of food. Yes. For a young female. Yes. Or, and a lot of a lot of females, female. when they do start feeding themselves like they should, it's hard. You know, they're like, they can't do it. This is so much food. I can't eat it all. Yeah. Um, that's how it started for me, but you can, I I have the greatest little story about going to Greenwise to the meat counter. And there were these two female fear firefighters standing next to me and they were getting food for bringing it back to the house. And I know the butcher and I said, okay, I'll look at the New York strips. He pulls out the tray. Let's weigh them. He puts them up. I said, it has to be over a pound. And these two, and they're, they're, bulkier than I am, uh-huh. the two women, and they're looking at me, and I'm not a small girl by any stretch of the imagination, but they just looked at me and said, oh, and I said, yeah, it has to be a pound. I need to get a pound of steak, and they just kind of stared at me. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, and it's funny, but I I can eat it. It's yeah. not, I, And the cleaner the food, the easier it is to eat those calories, I've yeah. noticed. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. It's pretty fascinating when you do it the way our bodies were designed to do it. Huh. Yeah. Cool. I, Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think even even women who are educated and are strong and eating healthy, even to convince them, I promise if you eat more, more food— mm-hmm. You're not yeah. going to put on weight, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. bad weight. Mm-hmm. Your body is going to use that sure. and you're going to get stronger. And when you can convince them of that, I mean, I mean, I had a friend that I was, have been trying to help through this. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, she's, I've PR'd this and I got a personal record on this. And I'm like, that's because you're, you're eating. eating. Right. And right. she's not putting on weight, but she is able to build more muscle than she has in the past because her body has that fuel to yeah. work with. And now more power. Yeah. I mean, more, that's, that's great. Yeah. That's, that's huge. I hope everyone listening that, I think that's a, if there's a takeaway from it, if you're lifting weights, you got to eat more good calories. And I do. And there's, I mean, another client, this just sparked my memory of this. Um, the other week she was wanting to get on the in body scan and she, the only thing she said, she said, I just want to see if my muscles gone up, which is huge, especially for a woman. Cause most of the time they're like, you know, they're wanting to check their weight All or their fat or whatever. Yeah. That's my favorite part, too. And I she's just like, I just want to see if my muscle's gone up. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so <laughs> amazing. It's <laughs> finally working. Yeah. yeah. It is the fun part of looking at that. If you really get it and you start to see, you only need one successful month like that. Right. And then you get the big story. Yeah, the big yeah. picture. Because yeah. oh, she yeah. knows she's been working 
hard. So right. she wants, you know. And so, and obviously that, that overlaps right into her mentality, yeah. right? Psychologically. I mean, some of the benefits there of, of she gets the big picture, yep. right? She, she knows what kind of her goals are. She's gaining more muscle and then the confidence just rolls right from that. Yeah. Confident self-esteem. That's huge, you know, benefits of lifting weights. Um, I was saying even in my other job, I'm a ninth grade teacher and there's, I mean, I love when my young female students will come to me and be like, I went to the gym today or I, you know, I worked out today and I just, I mean, it makes me happy that they can see me and I can be an example for them because so many of us at that, you know, high school age, when we're Mm -hmm. so impressionable, we're told like, no, you just need to. You know, we were told this is how you are fit and that these girls are already understanding at 14, 15, like I need to go work out and I need to lift weights. Like that's just setting them up to be so successful, you know, down the road. So because of you and your example, I mean. That's great. I, yeah, it is very. It's cool. Probably not the only reason, no, but, but I love it. I'm yeah, like, even sometimes the boys will be like, "I benched this today," and I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. that's so great. Well, thank you, thank you so much for for coming on the yeah, show I and and, and teaching us a few things and helping our, our listeners learn about uh of about being healthy and understanding the idea of of you know don't don't just walk into a gym or your your you know your country club and go on the treadmill. Go actually pick up some weights and. And, uh, and push them around or do some big, uh, big movements like the squats and the deadlifts and things yeah. like that. You know, do them safely, but... but Well, do your research. And do your I research. mean, I think that that's a big part of your message is do the research. And if you don't know how to do it, get a coach. Yeah, that's Invest what I was going to say. Yourself. Definitely, like, seek out someone or like at Lakeland Athletic Club where they will show you correct technique and all that things when you're starting out. But start today. Start today. Yeah. Come see us. Yeah. Thank you guys again for for joining us uh, and listening today. We will catch you next time. Again, this is Troy Garcia, Certified Financial Planner at Allen & Company, and you're listening to Health & Wealth. We'll see you all next time. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult with an appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Guests appearing on the show and their respective companies are not affiliated with LPL Financial and Allen & Company. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC.